0: Welcome to a special edition of the Nail in the Coffin. We're at Classic Park in East Lake and we have Carlos Bayerga coming up in a minute. But first, as we mentioned at the end of our last episode, Travis is riding in Pelotonia later this summer to raise money for cancer research. It's a great cause and we hope you'll donate. Click the banner at the top of our website or go directly to Pelotonia.org slash to make a donation. For those of you checking us out for the first time, you can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts. Just go to the podcast app on your iPhone, search The Nail in the Coffin, click on our logo, and hit the subscribe button. We're also on Google Play, Stitcher, and most other podcast listening apps. You can catch up on our old episodes on our website, thenailpodcast.com, and go like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash thenailpodcast. All right, with that bit of business out of the way, here's Carlos Bayerga the nail in the coffin we're with Carlos Baerga Uh, Carlos thank you so much for joining us um saw you this morning uh, handing out the medals for the uh, the 5K run and uh, throwing out the first pitch today here at Classic Park. Uh, looked like you could still step in the batter's box and start spraying some light <laughs> drives in the power alleys. Um, but we found out uh, a little over a week ago, your son uh, just signed with the Braves organization. Um, how proud are you of that? And uh, just uh, what's that feel like to
1: have a son coming through uh, on his way to the bigs? First of all, we the honor to be with you guys on... Uh... I cannot step anymore in the box, no, I, I'm out of shape. <laughs> but I, I really, I'm really, really happy that my son got the opportunity to, to feel what I feel when, when I sign as a professional baseball. I'm, I'm very proud of him that, that he finished school. You know, he went to the university in Northwestern Ohio and finished four years, uh, been in administration, so he just graduated uh, two weeks ago. And then he got, the week, the week after that, he got the, the opportunity to sign for the Atlanta Braves. so I, I can be more happy.
2: It's awesome. Kind of interesting, too, that John Hart, same guy that, obviously, you were... Was he was the one that called
1: me. That, that was what surprised me a lot because, I, you know, I was waiting for the Indians to see if they, they sign or not. and uh, But they 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 say, well, they, they don't have the, 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 the opportunity to sign at that time. So I said, let's see what happens with other people. You know, because after they sign, the guys, they have to see... If everybody signed, because a lot of other, other players, they decide to go to college or go back to where they was. So uh, my son got the opportunity. When John Hart called me, it was a big surprise, and I'm really happy that, that he gave him the opportunity.
0: Fantastic. All right, let's go back to uh, your playing days. Um, you know, I was thinking about this. You started your career in the majors. You know, the Indians were still playing at the old stadium, 5,000 people a game. Um, in the stands, I can remember going to those games as a kid, and just what a night and day difference it was from seeing you guys play at the old stadium to like going over to Progressive Field. What is that kind of a change like? I mean, I know it's a huge difference for as fans, but
1: like for you, I mean, it's it's, it's the major leagues either way. But like, what what was that transition like? It was big. It was big, and I and, and I tell you when this started watching everybody, you know, uh, coming in you know, together, like uh, young players, and then we bring Kenny Lofton, Omar Pizquel, uh, we bring all these guys, you know, to our team, you know, our team start getting better, and the fans start coming to the ballpark, and then the new ballpark bring everybody, you know, uh, 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 I can tell you, the Municipal Stadium, 5,000 people, it's like 300 here, <laughs> you yeah, know, 200, something like that, so uh, it was something, you know, hard, because when you play you wanna see the fans in there. You want you wanna you vote for pack. The only time we have a pack is opening day and the last day of the season. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only time that we have a pack. But but I really I'm I'm very proud and, and that I the they Cleveland Indians trade for me when I was with the San Diego Padres and I don't care if there was one fans. I just want to be in the big leagues. I don't care if it was an old ballpark, you know, with little lockers in there. We don't have, you know, all the all the new stuff that we have in the new ballpark. But you know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm blessed that I that I play in the big leagues for seven years with one of the best organizations the game
0: So you guys, it was you and, and Albert Bell, Kenny Lofton, um, Charlie Nagy, Sandy. You guys all kind of came up together, Manny. Um, within the within that couple year range. Um, We all were kind of seeing you guys develop And you were this young promising group of players At what point Was there a moment that you could pinpoint That you remember like going from like a group With a bunch of potential To being like the team to beat in the American League
1: after, after we got, you know, Omar in our team Kenny Lofton in our team You know, like what I said before Then Albert Bell, Manny Ramirez it was a big plus. And then Gene Tommy came up. You know, I see a lot of talent in there. So, 93, at uh, the last part of the season, we start playing like a team that can be team, you know, to go to the big leagues, uh, you know, together. And then in 94, when everybody got caught up, everybody stayed up, you know, from the opening day in the new ballpark. Everything started right there. You know, we was, I remember when the strike came in, we was so pissed off. We was <laughs> half a game back from the first place. We were going to the playoff. We have the team to do it. And uh, things like that happen, but then in '95 we got the opportunity and we kill everybody.
2: That's right. I, yeah, I remember fondly. Um, that was—I was ten years old at the time, so that's sort of when I was really getting into sports. And the Indians were the first team that I really like as a kid. This was the team I want to watch. I didn't really care about the Browns that much, and the Cavs were—Cavs <laughs> were good. But I, for whatever reason, just—I think everybody probably in Cleveland uh, in that generation probably feels the same way. But um. When, so, 94 was the first year you guys, you said it really all started to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of when, obviously, that's when the new stadium opened up and everything. Was there any correlation between that, you think? I think, because obviously people come out first for the new stadium. Yeah. But then it just so always got we, really we, damn we, good. We start
1: playing so good. And even the first game, we win the first game against Randy Young. So, you remember that day? Oh, yeah. You sure. almost throw in you know, in, through the eighth. We throw in a no-hitter. We came back and we win that game. From that game on, it was a magic season for us. You know, all the tight games. We came back so many times. You know, we win 22 games in a row at home. It it was something unbelievable. From that day on, we believe that we can win and and something special happened. How long did
2: that sort of take to develop? So, obviously, when there's close games, you guys came from behind a whole bunch, obviously. Um, Was that a thing from, like, day one where you guys knew, hey, were never really out of a game or did that take time to develop
1: well I think it takes time it takes a lot of skills and it takes a lot of heart attitude you know and, and uh, you know we was you know we became the khakiest team in the league every time the Cleveland Indians show up to a city they know they were they have to play hard because we were, we wasn't afraid right. we was young but we know how to play and we was working like khaki. We, we, we got that that Swagger, <laughs> swagger. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got that swagger in us. All, all. so we don't care who we play. We, we know we were gonna beat them. That's it. who set that tone in your in your clubhouse. I think myself, Kenny Lofton. You know, we we, we me and Kenny, we was the, the guys that drive everybody crazy. You know, I'm mean, keep everybody up, and then we had the bench. You know, Espinoza and Gwen Kirby, those two guys. They they really special for us. Yeah.
2: Um, so you had a chance. I saw this documentary that's coming out. Um, I think MLB Network. Yes. Um, focusing on that time, the early '90s. Mm-hmm. What did you have? Any? What was your role in that? I know that you did a Q and A a while back. Yeah,
1: hey, I, 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 I. I. was there in a lot of parts. You know, when we got Trey me and Sandy Alomar, then with the uh, with the uh, all this losing games, Andre uh, losing games. You know, in the year. Then when they when when we start bringing all the players in, it was a very nice uh, uh, special. Uh, TV uh, section that we have you know, together and uh, I watched it. I watched yeah. it a little bit last week and it's going to be nice. You're going to love it.
2: Uh, I'm lo- Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. it personally.
0: What do you take away most from that era and that time in your career? Like, what, what are your favorite memories? Are there
1: any particular moments that stick out for you? I think the moments was the, all the comebacks that came back we did uh, when we clinched uh, in, in our ballpark and uh, when we beat Randy Johnson to go to the World Series, that was special. And something that I'm never gonna forget about is when we lost, you know, we came back home, there was so many people waiting for us and then they have a parade for us. Even losing, they have, a you know, the city of Cleveland give us thanks. For the run that we have that year, and something that I'm never gonna forget about, you know, they don't, that, that don't happen in you know, sure. any other city. And the Indians did it for us. And, you know, we bring cheers, we bring life back to you know to you know to our city. And, uh, and thanks God that and then in '97 we came back. Or in we in '96 we go, we we went back to the playoffs. '97 we came back to the World Series. So there was a good run, but everything is starting '95. Sure you have an appreciation in the moment
0: like while that was happening for just I mean the, the Indians franchise had been down for so long and um, you know was really on the brink uh, before um, you know things got passed to, to get the the new park built and um, just for the way that you guys in your group that, that you guys had together kind of like saved baseball in Cleveland and just created this whole new era in this revitalization. Is that something that you could feel in the moment you understood just the magnitude of what was happening as
1: it was happening? Or do you just kind of look back on it now and be like, wow, that was really cool? Now we look back, you know, at the, at the beginning, we, we because we don't play in the era of 1948, when there was a lot of there. We had the opportunity to practice and, uh, you know, and, I, mean, I, I used to throw every, uh, before the game, with buffer, you know, oh, okay. uh, 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 Max uh, uh, Harder, I think what his name that we, he used to be around our clubhouse. Or Laddie he used to be around too. You know, so those guys we used to sit down and listen to them. You know, what they talk about stuff like that, and and they always talk about winning attitude. You know, how to you know prepare yourself to be a winner, stuff like that, and and that's something they. They got my, my attention, and, and I said we, to the guys, I said, this is what we need. We need to step up, you know, we, we need to play together, uh, you know, believe each other, and, and let's do it. Let's, let's change, you know, what, what is being negative all the time. Let's change it to a positive, yeah. Do you find yourself now trying to pass on that wisdom to the
0: next generation of ball players, like some of those veterans back in the day kind of coached you up on and, and taught
1: you when, when you were a young player? That's what I do. When I, when I come to Cleveland, I'm almost here every two weeks. So when I come and spend some time, you know, with, with the guys in the clubhouse, and uh, you know, like like a couple of weeks ago, I said to them, you need, you guys need to beat the teams that they're they're not not that good teams right now. So when you playing against those those teams, you need to you know win three games in a row. When you playing against the teams that you know they they have the possibility to beat you, at least you know go half and half, or maybe you know win one game. Those are the games that you need to win in there. And uh, and the thing is, you know, we, we are. You, you cannot get used to losing when you get used to losing you know it, it's hard to it's, it's Man, baseball is not like a the light that you put it up and put it down anytime you want you have to be consistently doing something different there you know showing everybody that we are for real showing everybody that we are capable to hit we I, I believe that we have a better thing this year. Than what we have last year. Napoli was a great player, was a great acquisition for our club, but I think Encarnación is going to hit more home runs. He's going to be a, a guy that he starts losing up, and then when, when this guy is hot, nobody's better than him. And I think it's going to be good because in the playoffs, he's one of the best tools, so I hope that happens for us.
2: Um, do you see a lot of the parallels? Obviously, this team, this Indians team, is built a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Incarnacion, obviously that's a free agent signing. They didn't do a ton of that, obviously, back then. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see a lot of parallels though in how this team is sort of built to be really good? They got a lot of, you know, younger guys like Lindor and um, Jose Ramirez. These guys that look like they're going to be here for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so does this sort of parallel in the, the Indians teams that you were on in that they're really good, but they're also pretty young?
1: Well, that, that's that's a good thing that they have. That's a good thing that they have. They they are signing these guys like like they need to San Francisco Lindor. You know, I, a, I think everybody's for yeah, right yeah. we'll get no argument uh, from us on that. Yeah, we need to <laughs> sign for it to, right. to keep it, to keep everybody together. And, and, and something that I forget about, we got Michael Bradley. Yeah, He's, this guy's a better hitter. He's the best hitter we have in the team. You know, together with Lindor and, and Ramirez, Sora, uh, and, and, and Hall is, is showing what everybody is expecting. You know, to do stuff like that. So we have a great hitting club. You know, and, and our pitching is going to be the key. Our starting pitch is going to be a gift for us to go all the way. You know, everybody stay healthy. We need salas or back. And, and I think if we're going to make a trade, it has to be for, for the pitcher. Yeah. All right.
0: Awesome.
1: Carlos Baerga, thank you so much. This was awesome,
0: right. man. Thank we appreciate you. it. Appreciate thank you, appreciate it. you very much. Thanks you for joining
1: it. us. You got it.
0: There you go. Carlos Baerga. Big thanks to the Lake County Captains and their assistant GM, our good friend, Jen Yorko, for helping uh, to make that interview happen. It was a lot of fun, and uh, that's going to do it for us. So, uh, again, if you enjoyed our show today, go subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening app, like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Nail Podcast. And if you have the means to do it, please consider donating to Travis's Ride for Pelotonia, pelotonia.org slash Travis One more time, a big thanks to Carlos Bayerga and the Lake County Captains. For Travis Uli, I'm Tom Valentino. This has been The Nail in the Coffin, and we will talk to you again soon.
3: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix?